1: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Sports Betting Media. Hello, everybody. Welcome along to the Golf Betting Podcast. I'm James Butler. And as always, joining me on this one, it's Dave Tyndall, the legendary golf pundit and tipster. And Dave, we had some joy last week, didn't we, with the USPGA. My memory and your expertise, we landed... A 33-35 to 1 winner.
0: Yes, uh, nice um, double laps, wasn't it, by us there? We, um, I think I mentioned him on the second or second or third of these that we did. That Morikawa had previous knowledge of that course. That was probably better than anyone else's in the field, and uh, so it came to pass. And yeah, what a win that was! Did you stay up and watch it? I
1: actually woke up and found a little bit of money in my betting balance because I I gave uh, I up on the tournament went and went to bed and woke up. and uh, It's always nice, isn't it, when you when you check your account and there's more in there than you thought. The- there should be.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, that was a nice uh, nice winner.
1: Well, this uh, week, we're looking ahead to the Wyndham Championship. It's at the Sedgefield Country Club in North Carolina. It's a short par 70. And I will run down the top of the market for this one. Webb Simpson is the favourite. He's around about 10 to 1. Brooks Kopka, he's in there around about 12s. Then it's Patrick Reed at 16s. Tommy Fleetwood is in there around about 16, 18 to 1 as well. Paul Casey, runner-up at the USPGA last week, is 20 to 1. Justin Rose is 20s, 22s, and the rest are around about 26 to 1 or bigger. Is there anybody at the top end of the market that appeals, or are we going further down this time?
0: Yeah, normally um, the week after a major, I'm a bit skeptical and wary of players who have contended in that major because I think maybe they've used up a lot of energy, uh, mental energy as well as physical. Um, So we had quite a few in contention of that leading bunch in the betting. you've just mentioned Kupko was up there, um, Tommy Fleet with Justin Rose, Paul Casey, so... To me, I've just got a slight doubt over those. I'm looking for players who didn't overexert themselves. So,
1: is that because the intensity of a major, it just it, it kind of it's more draining than a regular tournament?
0: Yeah, I think so. And they t- obviously they try and peak for it. And um, it was a, a tough course. It was not great weather. I mean, it was nothing horrendous, but it was just chilly. It was hard to find fairways. It was just all a bit of a grind. So, a par 70, you know, you felt like um, it was just there were no sort of let up, there were no par fives to give you an you know, easy birdie. So, those in contention, I think, probably aren't historically. If you look at how players perform after a major, the ones that tended to be in, in the heat of battle tend to maybe just sort of breathe out the week after. So that's where I'm going to avoid those who did contend last week.
1: Well, we record this on a Wednesday because it allows you the chance to peruse and to digest and look at all the latest rumours and, and press conferences and what have you. Is there anything you've learnt there and uh, where are you taking me in the market as a result of that?
0: So we'll start at the front end because even though I've dismissed a, a fair chunk of those, I, <laughs> I do think it's hard to uh, get past Web Simpson this week. He's not the best of prices, but he's 10 to 1. If you shop around, you might get a little bit more than that on the exchanges. But it's so hard to ignore him. He won here in 2011. The last three years here, third, second, second. Also last week, he played okay, but without ever threatening to win. He was, he was thirty seventh. shot up pair of 68s in the middle two rounds. So I think I don't think he sort of overstrained anything last week. I just think he's, he was kind of once he knew he wasn't going to win. He was probably more thinking about... This uh, home tournament, I mean, the extent to which this is his favourite tournament, or one of them, <laughs> can be found by the fact that it's called the Wyndham Championship. He named his daughter Wyndham, which <laughs> is um, some tribute, isn't it, to, well, you, you, to the tournament. So, you, you
1: do have to win them when they're little, do
0: very good oh yeah it took me a while did you hear the cogs were in there but, uh,
1: i thought it was yeah, tumbleweed <laughs> so,
0: yeah well possibly but the, the year he won i i did actually back him and i went to wyndham school so sometimes you feel as if all the ducks are in a row sometimes in a more kind of less astrology way of looking at things maybe they interviewed france medica earlier today this is, this is wednesday and he, he talks about certain players having great records at the course which includes Snedeker himself but he he talked about Webb Simpson and he he said Webb's a great putter a great wedge player a great driver of the golf ball you do all those things here you're going to be around the leaderboard no matter what Webb plays great every week right now so I'll be shocked if he's not there Sunday afternoon and I think I will too so yeah like I say not the biggest price we're ever going to put up but I still think 10 to 1 on Webb Simpson is fair enough.
1: It's a 10 to 1 winner. It's uh, better than having a 33 to 1 loser isn't it? That's the that's the way we have to look at these things. The the course last week um, for the USPJ was a long one wasn't it? We were looking at the big hitters. This is a, a shorter course. Is Webb Simpson does that kind of suit his game?
0: Yeah, very very much so. He's he's more about accuracy than distance. So um it's one of the reasons why he does so well here. He, it just, it gives more of the short hitters a chance this week than last. If you looked at last week full of players like Scotty Scheffler, Cameron Champy, you think, well, they've not done much in a major. But the fact, the explanation was probably the fact that the two of the biggest hitters going and Bryson Schambeau was up there as well. So very much a big hitters event last week. This is going to be something very different, more nerdle and nudger. And that's going to bring Webb Simpson bang into play. And it's why he plays well
1: here every year. Well, it's very nice of you to give us a 10 to 1 winner. But is there anybody lower down that can give us that nice big price that we can keep us excited as we go into the weekend?
0: Yeah, I think there's quite a focus on the weather last week. The fact it was August and so uh, chilly and uh, windy, so players wearing beanies in practice, and it was just kind of wow. If you didn't know the kind of San Francisco weather and what it normally does, I mean that is that is normal for San Francisco in August. But if you if you have only a vague grasp of American weather, you might been surprised but I think what I've learned as well about this week is the fact that it's hotter than I thought it would be I know kind of weird, we've moved from San Francisco down to the Carolinas but I don't think it was going to be this sort it's going to be sort of 96, 97 degrees so I was looking for a player who likes a bit of sun on his back and one that jumped off the page at a price was Charles Schwartz well, I thought he did well last week to, in conditions he didn't like to make the cut he shot a pair of 68s in round 2 and 3 similar to Simpson um, so I thought it was a decent effort, but it came on the back of a third place in the 3M Open in Minnesota, which he, mm. you was know, just two starts ago. So that was a really good effort. And then the, the clincher uh, for me was, I didn't really know this because he's not played it for a few years, but when you look back at his past course form, he's got a 14th and a third in his two appearances at Sedgefield, the third coming five years ago on his last start here. So he's definitely a course he can play well in. It's obviously not suited him in recent times because uh, of schedule reason, but he, he's bang on 125th on the um, FedEx Cup and it's the top 21-25 who moved through to the playoffs. So he's right there on the bubble. He's got incentive to play well and I just think that extra element of the conditions will really suit him. So Charles Schwartzel, 90-1, is a Masters winner in the past, got a great pedigree. Hopefully he can stay hot and give us a run for our money at at 90
1: to 1. Well, if South African, he's going to be used to the sunshine, isn't he? And if he's got that incentive as well, um, he's going to stay focused, isn't he? Which is what you're looking for. You're wanting somebody with your money. If you've got your money on somebody in the sporting event, you want them to at least be trying for you. Sometimes that doesn't always work, but Swartishaw sounds like the kind of candidate that will at least carry your money carefully.
0: Yeah, you just sort of piece it together, these little, what, what you, would you call maybe marginal gains, like the weather in his favour, the course record, the fact that he's got incentive, the fact that he played well recently and, and did better than expected last week in a major. Put it all together, and 90 to 1 on, on a player of his caliber could look very good.
1: Just before I let you go today, Colin Morikawa he obviously won last week, it's his first major, he's still a fairly young lad isn't he he's uh, not got a huge amount of years behind him in, in terms of goals so is he somebody that when we come to other majors in the in the near future we look at again or is that a one off for the foreseeable?
0: No, I think he's, he's going to be uh, one too early, well I mean we, we've got, because of the way the calendars have to be reshaped because of Covid, we, we've got another six majors in, in the next 11 months so it kind of Helps. Those players are hot sort of now. They've got six great chances to to add to that. And he, I think there was a stat. He's 23 years old, and he was the same age that Tiger, Jack Nicholas, and was it Rory the other one who've won yes. the US PGA at that same age. So that is the elite company he's in. So sometimes you get a major when you just think that's the week of his life. But with him, he's got the game and he's got the temperament. So I think that there will be certainly plenty more that he contends in, and you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see him clock up a few more.
1: Well, Dave Tyndall, we're on Webb Simpson at 10 to 1. Charles Schwartzl is taking our money as well at 90 to 1. And thank you, as always, for joining me.
0: Thanks, James.
1: And uh, out there, if you follow Dave or if you go your own way, then I wish you all of the success in the world with your bets on the golf at the Wyndham Championships over the weekend. Gamble responsibly, and we'll see you next time. Sports betting media. A brand new in play betting experience has landed on HotMic, the only watch party platform for live sports. We are Sports Betting Media, and we don't just watch the sport, we highlight the best in-play bets as it's happening. Watch the match with us, and we'll provide the best betting hints and tips that we can find on the market, reacting quickly as goals go in, penalties are awarded, and both are then ruled out by VAR. We're live during every game of the Club 2020 Champions League and Europa League tournaments, and you can join in too. Download the Hot Mic app on Android or iOS and sign up using the code SBM. Follow Sports Betting Media, and you'll be notified when we go live. Listen to us, bet in play, and watch the match all at the same time. Sports Betting Media on Hot Mic.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
1: A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino.